0: home with Jim and Joy, and you are an important part of our EWTN family, and we are so delighted that you have welcomed us into your home, as today, it is my birthday. Yes, indeed. We would love to hear from you, so send us an email with a question or a comment to Jim and Joy at EWTN.com, and today, our guest again is Dr. John Bukowski. He is a pro-life OB-GYN and founder of Multiple Female reproductive health institutions he has written a riveting account of his reversion to the catholic faith and his departure from the world of surgical abortion in favor of life and service to those in need this wonderful book is two patients my conversion from abortion to life-affirming medicine. And this great book is available at EWTNRC.com.
1: Well, love, happy birthday to you. Happy well, birthday you. to you. Happy birthday, <laughs> my dear Joy. Thank happy you. Happy birthday to thank you.
0: Thank you. I do love growing old with you. Yes. Uh, lest if I'm not growing old, then I'm not growing, lest I'm dead.
1: Well, we've been together since you are 14. Yes. And six years of dating and 54. Four years of marriage, right?
0: F- Forty-six years uh, four- of marriage. Fifty-four. I think. Yes. 40.
1: It's fifty-four like total. Right, That's total. It. That's what it mm-hmm. is. And so it's just great to watch you grow, and I love you more and more.
0: Well, you're fun because uh, I am changing. We're we're changing yeah. as we get older, and it's fun. But Wesley and Shannon came this Saturday uh... it's birthday kind son. of week at our house so Wes came saturday <laughs> and he spoiled me bad and he got me this beautiful sash and he brought cake and flowers and jewelry that i'm wearing he brought me this beautiful crown um, <laughs> and you know he just he's the baby of the family the great gift that he was to us, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I love growing old and we have this beautiful cake and decorated so lovely. I did not bake the cake. I can't even tell you the last time I baked a cake, Uh, but I like cake. You just have to
1: keep making pasta. I just, that's all.
0: I keep you happy, I make a pasta. So uh, I love growing old. I don't like the body breaking down so much, but I do love growing old because it's bringing me closer to seeing Jesus face-to-face, face-to-face, one day, I hope and pray. So it's fun to be alive. I thank
1: God for your life. I thank God for your precious parents. Trust our home with the Lord. And I I cherish you. And a lot of people do. So we thank God for your life. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Don't go away.
0: Welcome back. Well, today our guest is Dr. John Bukowski. Now, he is a pro life doctor and a founder of multiple female reproductive health institutions. He has written a riveting account of his reversion to the Catholic faith and his departure from the world of surgical abortion in favor of life and service to those in need. He's authored a great book, Two Patients My Conversion. From Abortion to Life-Affirming Medicine. And this beautiful book is available at EWTNRC.com. So if you're out there and you think, I'm a lost cause, there's no hope for me. You have no idea of the sins that I have participated in. God's mercy is not for me. Yeah. Well, this doc is going to tell you his story, his journey from darkness to light, from hopelessness to to hope, and from sorrow to joy, all on this journey. Well, Doc, we are so excited to have you back. And, you know, yesterday, and you wrote so beautiful in your book, we want you to recap and tell our family the story about that one day Mm -hmm. when you were delivering babies Mm -hmm. and you were aborting Mm -hmm. babies and the doctor confronted you as to say stop handing me these tumors. Sure. Tell happy, that
2: story. Happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, birthdays are important, obviously, because abortion prevents those. Mm-hmm. But also, you were born and you didn't cause your birth mm-hmm. or where you are. It points to something deeper than yourself. Yes. So happy birthday.
0: Thank you. Um,
2: I, I, w- I would like to share this with the audience um, because it was... Uh, it's When words are removed from truth, goodness, and beauty. You end up with lies, deception, and pain. Mm -hmm. So I bought the lie of abortion on demand that women can say whether there is a person inside of them, another human being, a life, or not. And society, like we become our own gods. Mm -hmm. We say when life begins, okay? So here I was. Now, I'm volunteering at a pregnancy resource center at night. This is how much the Lord was pulling me. And there, the first two years of my residency, I was doing abortions as part of my training, Hmm. whether they were healthy, whether they were sick. Abortion on demand means just that. And it goes right through your heart and every cell of your body because you know what you're doing as a physician. You know. That's why there's less doctors doing them today and more they're asking midwives and nurses. So here I was that night, and in one room, a 23-week mom at 23 weeks gestation. The baby's almost a little around a pound. Um, or she was, we thought she was at 23 weeks. She's in labor. And I'm whispering in her ear, because she wanted her baby, right. it's okay, Janie. We're doing everything we can to keep you and the baby safe. You and the baby safe. That's my language. Right. No, 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 it's okay. No, 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 no. Trust, trust. Are you a praying person? Yeah, 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 pray. It's okay. Just, that's right. Let the medicine work. What we're doing is we're going to do everything we can in our power. Slowing down contraction. Slowing down. Stop labor. Mm -hmm. Keep it inside. Get it bigger, healthier, stronger. Okay. Very next room, separated by a window like, or a wall like you have here. Six inches, eight inches. The very next room, the mother didn't want it. This was her first visit. She was in early labor. I didn't take a good history. She didn't want it. I didn't want it. The hospital didn't want it. Uh, uh, So you're in trouble here. Yes, uh, we can take care of this for you. And I proceeded with the abortion. I broke her water, encouraged labor, and delivered the fetus in a bucket. It was a fetus. We took care of it, that's the language. She's suffering enough. We need to protect her of her suffering. Oh, by the way, the fetus is now a born baby, and it's crying, and I didn't take a good history.
1: Baby's bigger.
2: The baby's bigger than I thought, but I'm still a good doctor because I was trained well. I pick it up, first I thought about suffocating it to prevent it from hurting the mother further. Can you imagine? because it was a failed abortion. Remember, elective abortion is the direct intention. Your direct outcome is a dead baby. That's what makes it different than medicine. Mm. You never intend to kill anything in medicine. It's violent, it's brutal. But I did it because that's what we were taught to do. And so there I am, it's squeaking, making noise. I think about it, but I pick it up to kind of suffocate it and it felt too heavy. I put it on the scale 505 grams, 5 grams, 5 grams, dust, petal of a, 5 grams over the legal limit in the state of Virginia to call the nursery. Mm. Reflexively, I hit the button to call the neonatal intensive care unit. Send your best to resuscitate the fetus. No, I mean the live baby. I mean the heavy enough baby to be considered part of the human side, mm-hmm. not the pathology side. In my world back then, children were sexually transmitted diseases. You tried to stamp them out with surgery, with chemistry, with plastics, with barriers, with anything, <clears throat> any method goes because I was, the, I was God. The patients were God. Whatever they decided, if they wanted it, I provided it to the service. That's the abomination today in OBGYN. We're not vending machines. We're professionals who are, who are, our tradition is caring for two patients, moms and their unborn. That's what separates us, we go after both. You never pit mom against baby, mm-hmm. but in that case I did. In comes Dr. Debbie Plum, she walks in, the neonatal intensive care doctor, excellent, well-qualified, brilliant, articulate, uh, just everything you would want caring for this child as a her patient. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bruchowski, stop treating my patients as tumors and oh by the way have coffee with me in the morning. What, what are you talking about? Mm. When you're when you have a hard heart uh, Jim and Joy, your eyes glaze over you become blind your ears hear but they don't listen. You become just like scripture and the Mm -hmm. Psalms say. Mm -hmm. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts Mm -hmm. as they did at Meribah. Mm -hmm. Blessed are those who can hear, who believe and don't see, but who can absolutely see the light. Mm -hmm. Not only was the data coming in at that time, abortion and breast cancer, abortion, and preterm labor, abortion, and mental illness, but we were beginning to see the bounce backs, I regret my abortion, because this was what, 1989. Mm -hmm all of a sudden, all these forces. And then the key piece was my mom and dad's prayers. They're sending me the teachings of the church. I'm blowing them off. And yet they were still resonating because I was Mm -hmm. baptized by them. They loved me. Mm -hmm. They did everything they could to raise me well. And yet I had thorny soil because I was cultivating my own soil because I feared man, not God, feared women, not God. Mm. That's not wisdom, that's lies because we've become our own gods. The sin of Adam and Eve, it's no different. That's why they're for the grace of God, go I. And the next morning she says, Johnny, they come from all over to to you. We see your clinics, they're Mm -hmm. full. Mm -hmm. You're great with PCOS. You're great with PMS. You're great with menopause. You listen. All your women friends have really taught you well. And yet you do this? Mm -hmm. She says, these are my patients. You didn't even monitor that child, did you? No, Mm -hmm. she didn't want it. Uh, when does it matter that another person's desire dictates Mm -hmm. the reality of life? They're supposed to be not wanted, Johnny, but welcomed. You need to start to learn how to make people welcomed and abortion unwanted. Yeah, right. And oh, by the way, I just got back from a pilgrimage and with Steubenville, you need to go there. Two days later, my mom calls up, she's like, hey, Johnny, what are you doing for winter break? good New Jersey woman, you know, mm-hmm. go somewhere. Yeah, where are you going to go, mom? I want to go to Yugoslavia. Oh, okay, there I was. And uh, there on the hill, all the past, like I, like I try to say to folks, even in the slop, the divine mercy follows because mercy cannot stop being attracted mm-hmm. to misery. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, happy fault. No, uh, sin is horrible. It separates you from God. I get it. But in the paradox and in the mystery of iniquity, as you have helped me see, Jim, and the joy, that joy, ha- you it's a mystery.
1: Mm.
2: And all of a sudden, man, my life came tumbling down. But it was in that dynamic, yeah. that schizophrenic, that, that separation, it was as if the cognitive dissonance was actually a broken heart. Yeah because I had hurt my parents, and I had hurt myself, and yet I didn't even know it. I was living in the fog. Mm -hmm. And that's why I can't throw stones at people. And that's what real medicine is. Medicine is an act of mercy. Real medicine is divine mercy. When the body, soul, and spirit, when you actually integrate the human, and you do your best with what's in front of you, you don't proselytize you just treat you care about the disease what is the disease and then how can i encourage them to behave lifestyle medicine mm-hmm. behavioral uh, changes hey what church did you go back right. do you go back to do you go mm-hmm. back to church no matter what it is you need to go back mm-hmm. because you know we're all good mm-hmm. but we're all sinners and without grace we are in the slop mm-hmm. And you need to get yourself right again, but healthy again. That's why health is relational. Mm-hmm. There's one mediator, Jesus Christ, yes. period. But the cloud of witnesses, starting with the mother, with Ema, with, with the Blessed Virgin, and all the saints, they are inspirations for us. You're an inspiration for us. Your birthday is an inspiration for us. It, it shows us something deeper and i am just uh, i'm delighted to be here
1: mm. we're delighted that you that you are here and uh yeah the fog you know and your story, I just keep hearing it and it's, it's unique in and of itself, but the, the streams and all aren't, you know, the fog, the, the wandering away, the thinking you're doing the right thing when you're doing the wrong thing. I just hope that we could all hear this and that we continue to hear it because our, our journey isn't done yet. No, it isn't. Are we duped in any other way, Lord? You know, mm-hmm. we just want to be open to you. We want to have clarity of thought and really be found in you. You, are,
2: you said earlier, we're all fish in the same stream, his stream. Those headwinds are pretty strong right now. Those currents that we're facing Mm -hmm. are pretty strong, but Mother Angelica, who I have the privilege of meeting, spoke to me about that. And it's real simple. You lean into the wind Mm -hmm. because you are a child of the greatest fisherman ever. Mm -hmm. And you can lean into the current and you can Mm -hmm. face what's coming because the system before the fall, in the beginning, yeah. medicine was mercy. The church has showed us mm. that we care for the least of our brothers and sisters, and I mean least, not just in poverty, mm-hmm. but those who are really wealthy but mm-hmm. who are sick. Right. The sickness of the soul, the despair, the, the anxiety, the callousness, mm-hmm. the sexual use where mm-hmm. you become an object mm-hmm. I think someone says the usury of the mm-hmm. body. Right. And so I just want you to know that this is what real health is. And now this is our moment when EWTN, conti- why were they here for so long? How many years have you been here? And yet you were made for this moment.
0: Right.
2: Like you mm-hmm. were able to survive Divine Mercy Care and Tepeyac OBGYN and mm-hmm. all the great, wonderful, faithful, life-affirming practices out in the world. All the different types were there getting the temperance, mm-hmm. the fortitude to get to this moment. Right. And the more we're broken, the better it is. The more mm-hmm. we're wounded, the better it is because he came for the broken and wounded for this moment.
0: Right. You know, and, and we said That's at good. the end of the sh- yesterday's show, it, if we really believe this and we really believe this, it's revival. We have to believe this. And when we're, when we're with our fishermen and we're in that water and the storm, we have to keep our eyes on Jesus lest we sink. Does that mean the forces of hell and death are not going to come after us? No, they are. But we got to keep our eyes on the Lord and say, Lord, let them come. We got our eyes fixed on you.
2: Rather than say, thank God it passed me by, mm-hmm. little Therese said, no, no, send them my way. hmm I'm not always there, but this is our moment because we are equipped with the sacraments. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: We are equipped with the body of Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ from the day before the cross. Mm -hmm. Maybe we're at the day before some cross coming. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, the sacraments plus the word and with so many of our of the Christian church coming alongside of us Mm -hmm. because they want, we need to be unified. Mm -hmm. We need to find common ground, men and women of goodwill, glory to God in the Mm -hmm. highest, what they said from the beginning, Mm -hmm. the wise men, the shepherds. And so I'm, I'm excited for this moment, and I think you're spot on. We need to help each other be present, fully mm-hmm. present, mm-hmm. and say, no, this is our time. Right. And be witnesses mm-hmm. or be ambassadors as the right. reading. And don't goes shrink
0: back. Has. I mean, like like you said, we have to work all the sacraments. Like in even in this Eucharistic revival, we need to run to the Eucharist to say, Lord, restore my soul, repair me so that I could be an effective witness as John Paul and Trieu, as Mother Teresa.
2: Acting as, in love, acting at, in mercy he, yes. because we're his instruments. Right. He's the mediator.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Please, this is com. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I love it. Yeah. I mm-hmm. just love being here with you because it's a truly an encouragement to me and all the other wounded people, mm-hmm. especially in healthcare, mm-hmm. because the center didn't hold. We were silent for too long. Mm-hmm. Abortion is now enshrined in medicine, and it's hard to get it out. Right. But we still have to do our piece. Right. We're going to hold you. Thank over you for the
1: final <laughs> segment. Um, amazing conversation with Dr. John Brokowski. Two Patients, My Conversion from Abortion to Life-Affirming Medicine. Go to EWTNRC.com now. Get the book. It will be a great source of hope for you. We'll be right back. Plenty more to come. Don't go away. Welcome back. Speaking with Dr. John Brukowski. my conversion from abortion to life-affirming medicine. We only have about three minutes left. And I, I know your emphasis is is on mercy. And we were just discussing, you know, how I thought that mercy, you know, just, just simply covered things and God's grace covered things. But you were sharing that, you know, mer- mercy and and great, it's a verb, it's movement that God's attracted to us. He comes to us, that mercy is what love looks like when it shows up. I believe a Catholic document said maybe Misericordiae Voltus. Mercy is made manifest in the face of Jesus. Mercy is what love looks like when it shows up. And unborn mercy
2: moves from Nazareth, Mm. Bethlehem, Mm. to Aina Karim, the Visitation, Mm. Elizabeth, Johnny jumps, mm-hmm. because Jesus is present, because Mary, what, moves. She's the Ark of the Covenant. She's the second Eve. She's, she's the Mother of Mercy. Mm-hmm. She brings mercy with her. She just immediately got up and left. This, this fetus could have been... She brings mercy with her. She brings mercy with her. That's great. That's her. great. Mm-hmm. And so uh, a dear friend back in Northern Virginia taught me that met- mercy is a verb. Divine mercy is care. So we are in misery, body, soul, and spirit. That's the illness. On Guadalupe, she says, oh, Johnny, do not fear any illness, vexation, anxiety, or pain. Am I not your mother? Are you not in the crossing of my arms? Am I not the seed of love? Do not fear illness, vexation, anxiety, or pain. That's the misery we're in. We're in total despair. Everything seems to be falling around, and yet, God's going to use it Mm -hmm. for his glory because it's divine mercy from the beginning. He's pursued us through the Old Testament, through the New Testament, through the history of the church, the body of Christ that has been split multiple times. No, no, no. There's common ground here, folks. Mm -hmm. John 17 is real. Unity is real. I love you. Divine mercy. Mm -hmm. How did you say it? I said
0: that mercy is extravagant. And God's grace is generous,
2: and that's what is in. That's what is inside medicine as mercy. Mm-hmm. We've gone nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we needed to see and work with pregnancy center young mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Many of them don't have anything. Right. Mother Teresa said, "Johnny, bring Calcutta to new, to, to Northern Virginia." Right. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The mother said, "On the hill, mix the underserved with the served," mm-hmm. and so really that extravagance is in medicine, and that's what brings joy to medicine. Mm-hmm. Medicine as mercy is good for your career. Mm-hmm. It's actually good for your life because it's a vocation, and it's now is our time because we can accompany you to get to all these wonderful resources that we talk about in the body of Christ, in the Catholic Church. It's mm-hmm. wonderful, and it's a great time to be alive because there's purpose and meaning and joy. Mm -hmm. And you're actually bringing birthdays into Mm -hmm. the world.
0: (laughs) That's right. No, it's really true. And we, (laughs) we especially at our pregnancy medical center, and I know that the ones that you're involved with, Mother's Day is a special holiday. And Christmas is real because you just think of all the babies that were born to these mothers just in that year. And now that they are mothers Mm and where they celebrate Christmas and they have these babies. And it's it's a miracle. Yeah,
2: it's called the Incarnation. Yes. And it continues mm-hmm. day after day. Mm-hmm. And it goes to the mystery of iniquity, but also the mystery of divine mercy.
1: Mm-hmm. We're going to have to hold it right there. God, thank you so much for being with us. Uh, two patients, Dr. John Brukowski, EWTNRC.com. Go to Divine Mercy Care.org, Divine Mercy Care.org. He put a word out there if you're considering. Uh, being a health care provider, you can work with uh, his great works. And just remember that God will take every evil and he'll turn it to a good. God will take the curse and he'll turn it into a blessing. God will take death and he will turn it into life. You're an important part of this family. You're never alone. You're always at home with Jim and Joy. Bye now.